Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, it's Ruben from Dub, and I'm here with Christine Tay. And uh, Christine and I are kind of new friends uh, connected via LinkedIn. And uh, Christine has a really interesting kind of strategy and some insight on a couple of things. She comes to us as a tax consultant, as a money queen. Um, She's also a real influencer. I mean, she has 50,000 followers, connections, whatever you call them on LinkedIn. And, you know, I think that she, as a result of that success, she also has added that to her kind of list of services and some of the things that she provides to people. So, Christine, my my big question for you is how do you get a, a how do you amass a following like that on LinkedIn? And then how do you how do you monetize it? Yeah, so um, I started being very active on LinkedIn in September twenty uh, last year. So um, I own I I came on LinkedIn because I quit my corporate job in May. So I have to start figuring out what social media I want to be on. So of course my target market are working professionals. So where would they hang out, right? So I mean they do hang out on Instagram too, but it made more sense to be on LinkedIn, a professional plat- platform. Plus I didn't really like Instagram before. I'm like uh, like I don't know. I didn't really like the stories and everything. But right now I'm trying to grow there as well. So I can, I can be very good at two social media platform, but I decided to put all my focus on LinkedIn since September till now. So yeah, I mean, um, it was a long process. And when I teach my clients, like personal branding takes a while, you cannot just show up and the next day you're going to expect clients to come to you, right? So it takes time <laughs> to build right. the know, like, and trust factor, right? So if you show up every day, you kind of show your personality, you nurture your audience, you network, you get to know people. So, you know, you just show up authentically. So I just try to be myself. I always respond to all comments and then i'm pretty much on linkedin um you know a lot <laughs> so then when i posted yesterday i said yeah what's my secret to to 50k is because i spent a lot of time there so i was partly joking but that was partly true as well so um um how do i monetize that so after i my first really paying client was not till january so september october november december was mainly you know like just building um personal branding i mean i did have leads coming in but i wasn't focused on monetizing that so i think like starting january just leads just keep coming in you know february was probably my highest peak but but now like it's just been consistent leads just coming in and now like i just started offering linkedin coaching just a month ago because um i've had more and more people coming to me asking me how did i grow why do i have so much engagement stuff like that so i don't really have the time to keep offering you know free tips to random strangers so i said why don't i just offer that so i've had uh, probably 10 clients now for linkedin coaching so that's on the linkedin coaching but my main business is financial coaching so that's when i start getting my leads and clients starting in january so yeah it's just more um i use attraction marketing so what that means is that you use valuable content you know make people like you because i don't go out there like i'm like hey are you interested i want to get on a call whatever so that's not really my style i tried that before but it i didn't really like it so it's more like i just let people come in and then when they kind of show interest sometimes just message me or like i'll connect with them but when i connect with people it's not like hey do you want to get on a call whatever so when i connect with them it's more like yeah i find your profile interesting 
I love to connect with you. And then, you know, check out, check me out on my profile and then see if I can, um, and see if I can uh, provide some value for you. And I leave it as is and that, and then like, usually they start seeing my content and stuff like that. And then they'll come to me, you know, and then, uh, and then we start a conversation. So, but my point is that my focus is on building relationship. And then that's how, that's kind of how it works. Like I just, you know, I don't know how else to say. It's just like spending time there, investing, you know, into relationships and then posting every day, showing up every day. So you mentioned something really interesting. Mm-hmm. You said uh, being seen every day, mm-hmm. which yep. means which means that you're probably putting some piece of content out there every day. Now, I don't yep. know if that means you're yes, commenting or yeah. if you're posting something. So mm-hmm. So you're posting every single day. Yes, yes. There were um there were a point in time I think two months ago when I felt uh, pretty overwhelmed, so I started making it every other day. But there has never been like you know one whole week I don't post anything. Like it's just part of my habit. Like now, yeah. like when I wake up, you know, I I already have a content on my you know uh, iPad. You know, then I'm like, oh, then I just copy paste and then post it like around between seven to eight a.m. PST, and then and then it's just part of my habit. Then the first hour I respond to all comments, and throughout the day. You know, I just look at my notification and reply. I reply as, as much as possible to everyone. But yesterday, like my my post uh, went over a thousand reactions, so it was it was too much for me. It became too much, so I at least try to like the comment just to let people know that I've I've seen it. And then if it's a thoughtful comment, then I will try to respond to it. But I try to respond to everything as much as possible. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because there's there's a lot of uh, pushback that I've heard on posting. To social media or LinkedIn every yeah. single day. A lot of people think yeah. that it's obnoxious or it's too aggressive. It's too much. You know, we yeah. should not be seen in the feed too often, that often. Well, too often, day. but then I only post once a day because yeah. like, I think people who post more than I, I rarely post more than once a day. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe yeah. my second time will be alive in the afternoon, but I rarely post a second time. To me, just my opinion, I don't see much value in it because then right. I do the content. I make sure that I get a lot of visibility for it, a lot of engagement. And then the rest of the time, I do a lot of backend stuff. So, you know, through DM, building relationship and stuff like that. So there's plenty of things to do. You you don't have to be seen by posting so many times. And I actually personally find it annoying. Like I know people post three, four times. Like right. I end up unfollowing, unfollowing a couple of people. I'm like, oh God, I don't want to keep seeing you on my feed. Like, and then uh, someone just said, uh, Alan said definitely being seen every day. That's where the awareness is coming in. Yep, yeah, consistently every day, but doesn't mean like you're gonna bombard like okay, morning, uh, noon time, <laughs> night time. I'm like, geez, like, and then and if you have a quality post that's like that is still alive, there's a lot of engagement, it's gonna keep flowing even throughout the night. So you can pretty much touch the entire world if you want to. But for me, my target is mainly the US. I mean, like I do welcome international clients too, but sometimes what I find when I start talking to international clients and they start asking me about investments, about tax, and then where I can't really help them because international laws is different. But if it's just money behavior, then yeah, I can I can help anyone in the world right or linkedin coaching i can help anyone in the world but i just try to stick with um the schedule that works for me otherwise you're just gonna go crazy i'm like oh what time is australia what time is europe <laughs> like, i'm like right. yeah forget it like i just try to just go on live when i can when my guest is available and then hopefully you know there are a lot of people who are online <laughs> yeah i agree with you i think it i think it makes sense i mean here's kind of how i see it where if if we're posting on a social network and people are not engaging with our content, that individual, through the uh, beauty of the algorithm, is 
they're not going to see our content. You know, the yeah. algorithms of the social networks are very mm -hmm. intelligent. They know when mm -hmm. we like someone's content. We know they know when we like some some topic, right? Some mm -hmm. tag or some category. Yeah. And as a result, they're going to feed us that information. But if we don't like it and if we ignore it, then it's not mm -hmm. going to get fed to us. So yeah. a lot of people assume that just because they can see that person every day, that everyone else can see that content every day. Mm -hmm. But in fact, it's the only people that have showed interest. So I think to a certain extent, it's a natural, it's a natural selection process. It's an, and it's a natural healing process mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. people are only going to see your content if they like your content. <laughs> um, yes, unless, they, I, unless they engage with it because they don't like your content and then they'll yeah. still see your content. Yes, yes. And then I have, um, I do have a, a LinkedIn connection who actually works at LinkedIn who focused okay. on the, because um, we were actually, a, a couple of us was interviewed, like a couple of content creators they selected. to. Uh, I think they're working on creating a tool for content creators. So, and then I think he's, he became my friend after that because I said, let's start, let's get connected. So he, he confirmed with me that their algorithm changed in January to make it like, um, you you know like if you notice your views actually went down and it wasn't it it was more because they changed the algorithm so that way you, your post will only be shown to relevant audience mm. so it's 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 they're they're being pushed out to just everybody so it's being randomly selected so that way my engagement hasn't really changed much the views tank a little bit i mean i think maybe even at least half but but then it doesn't matter is the people still engaging me are still engaging but then it's being more selectively pushed out to more people who are like kind of like the same people who are engaging with your content so that's kind of like yeah Got so it. yep yep so, so i think like mm -hmm, good i was gonna say so it sounds like you kind of yeah. know what's in the <clears throat> what's in the the witch's recipe of the algorithm <laughs> i mean i have i have a couple of questions yeah. So question number one on the LinkedIn algorithm, this very nebulous and mysterious algorithm that people are constantly trying to figure out. So here are my questions. I'm just going to kind of blurt out yeah. a bunch. You don't have to answer all of them, but they're definitely mm -hmm. things that I think about. Number one is, yeah. you know, if you put an external link in a comment mm -hmm. on, on LinkedIn, is your mm -hmm. post going to get demoted for that? Mm -hmm. You know, number two is that, is it bad? Can it harm you if you mention too many people? in the comments number three is uh number three is if you put too many uh, uh hashtags in the post is that going to devote your so these are these are just questions yeah, yeah. i could go so, on and on i i should probably ask my friend to come on live with me he's like the most popular <laughs> yeah. person ever so anyway no. he, he might not want to because he, he can they can reveal all the trade <laughs> all the trade secrets <laughs> okay so no i mean I, this is just my opinion again i'm not a, an expert on the algorithm but then you said your first question was external link so external link on the post i think do demote it but i think in the comment not so much but then like right. if you have too many comments of external links of what for me like i do have spammers come on my post and said like okay fiverr work with me blah blah so i just report them when you report them it will be deleted so that's what i do and then i haven't really seen noticeable differences and then i do pay attention to my reactions and my comments and you said the second question was um did you say oh yeah mention right if you mention okay so this is my pet peeve okay i was gonna post about it i really hate people who tag me a lot when they they don't show up on my posts so so like for example like this person tags me so much and they never show up when i say show up on my post that means show up by by supporting me by commenting so like unless like the person is like uh, you know um you know maybe it's a relevant um content then i'll probably com comment on it but if i'm just one of the millions of people they tag i think the first few times i'll probably 
comment but if i see they never show up still on my content they keep tagging me because when you tag someone you're kind of expecting them to come okay so yep. there's an expectation there so it's kind of like hey come on hey i tag you come here like you know like the like, comment so i and i want to support people i really do but then like it is my pet peeve if you keep tagging you keep taking and taking but you never take the time to show up on my content and that's a big no no i'll just start unfollowing or ignoring your content so that's 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 my pet peeve i was actually gonna post about it. i feel it's just kind of an etiquette thing too and then i rarely tag people i do tag once in a while you know if, if i feel like it but i rarely do it you know because because it's my pet peeve and then someone says what are you dming about i just get a lot of annoying spam from people so it's not a strategy i currently use okay so there's i don't know who you are but uh whoever you are so there's two types of dming right there's dming sales pitches okay so that's like that's what you are annoying at and spam and then i do people who dm me about like you know sales pitches so that's a one-way trip to the spam folder so there's a spam there's a spamming feature now on linkedin inbox so you can just put report spam it's a one-way trip there unless you specific go to your spam folder so Got if it. they do that to me then okay they're they're in the spam folder but then there are you can dm people to build relationship okay so you dm people and then i'm not just like randomly dming people it's more like if they open up the conversation already then you know you can just think about just like talking to people like you know ruben and i he reached out to me he said oh come on the his podcast whatever so after that we can just keep dming each other it's yeah. just a, a build you know relationship building dm i'm not talking about the annoying spam dming so that's that one i'm annoyed at that too so those all go to the one way for uh, one way trip to the spam folder <laughs> got it yeah. got it yeah. and then i think the last one was the uh the hashtags Oh, yes. Okay. So if you notice, I do use hashtags a lot, but I use relevant hashtag and I make sure to, to uh, research my hashtag. And I know like I get so annoyed when people always act like they're LinkedIn expert. They say, oh, only use three hashtags. Only use this. Only use this. And I, okay. So for me, like, I think, um, so I never notice any significant differences. So I, I use as many hashtags as I feel like, as long as you don't make your post look spammy. Like, you know, if you have like, 50 20 hashtag at the bottom like it doesn't look good because you have to look at your overall presentation of your uh post so i'm very careful about like how my posts look like i make it sure that it flows smoothly it's readable there's white spaces and i don't use a lot of emojis too i know people use so many emojis to me it looks like I'm like, like it's like i don't know I'm, I'm not a big fan of a lot of emojis like what a couple emojis is fine and then relevant hashtag and i make sure to research my hashtag when i say research i look at the um i look at the um how many followers do they have oh the uh, facebook user says thank you in the dm question oh hi marilyn <laughs> yeah cool now i know your name because for some reason it just says facebook user i don't know why <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah, so so yeah, I I um I make sure to research it and and to see how many followers and then you don't have to go all out like you gotta have millions of followers of hashtags. So I do um you know like for example money talks like I use that hashtag and it's not a lot of followers probably a couple hundred but I do use it depending on it's relevant to my content. So I use it and then I notice like all my posts there's always. Uh, second or third connections coming in and I mm -hmm. like that and I want and then when your when your posts trend on the particular hashtag it gets pushed out to even people outside your network because those people following that hashtag is gonna get notified and I have trended on 22 million um you know um hashtag follower posts uh, so it's like it does make a difference I recommend do use your hashtag but but 
always pay attention to the quality of your post and then how it looks because you don't want to look have an ugly post that has allow emojis allow hashtag and then like with no like proper formatting and spacing it just looks ugly to me it's not very presentable yeah got it and then what about video length you know it's 60 seconds six minutes yeah so so um there's a cup of 10 minutes for video so yeah. for me when before I got my live stream, um, I was only putting like one minute or less video, even like 20 second video. It's literally like, for me, I mean, you know, everyone has different strategy. For me, I just want people to see me because I think you get connected better when you actually see the person. Because when you read, you create imagination in your head. It's like, well, maybe the person talk like this, whatever. So when you see their video, they're like, oh, that's how they look. So then you can form more, um, you know, my audience or prospect can form more like, Oh yeah, I kind of like the way she talks. I like, you know, because you can form another connection. But now that I have live stream, I I I'm lazy when it comes to doing video. So I'm not doing much video anymore because I'm showing up on live stream three to four times a week. So everyone, if you wanna see me, I'm always on live stream on LinkedIn. So connect with me. So three to four times uh, a week. So tomorrow, actually Thursday. Friday and Saturday, I have live stream going on. And Sunday, I might even come live stream to do an Ask Me Anything Sunday. So, so yeah, I, I probably come at least three times a week. So, on, on, and when on you, live. when you, great, great yeah. insight, great information. When you live stream, what is your content? What is your topic? And how did you, how did you decide on that, on that content and that topic? Now, it's interesting that you have decided to, to not, post videos, pre-recorded videos, but then you're very active from a live stream perspective. Why is that? Um, I, I, before my live stream was approved, it was like only a month ago. So I, I was always going, um, okay. I, I was doing a video, like pre-recorded videos and maybe, I don't know, I try to do it once a week, but sometimes I get lazy, but then, um, so now on the live stream in terms of the theme, I, um, it's, I, I'm still trying to figure that out, but then I tried to make the theme revolve somehow on personal finance because that is my main business or maybe even LinkedIn or maybe just I at the I try to keep it focused on personal finance. So I try to make sure that with my guests, I wanna um, ask them like, is there anything, um, whatever you topic you wanna talk about? Because I want to invite pretty much um, anyone I find interesting or, or I like to come on my live stream because I don't want it like just all finance expert. Then it's like, you know, it's a finance expert, then people might not be able to relate as much. So I want any like random people come on and then maybe they share their money hit uh, story. Oh, Alan Cox said, live stream, you form a connection better. I think people get a feel for a person somehow. Yeah, that's very true. And I hope, Alan, you kind of get a feel of how I am. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, and then that is that is very, very true. And, um, and yeah, and then, and you know, and then there's just a different way when you see the video of someone, you know, and then just the same, right? Texting or whatever, that's the most impersonal. Then call, that's the second more more personal than that you can feel the tone of, of the person's voice and then you can hear them but then what's better is video but you can hear the tone and you can see their body language and then you can just you can just see all their body language almost and then that kind of will get you a sense of like you know would you be comfortable to work with this person or not got it and then what i'm gonna do if it's okay i'm just gonna yeah. i'm gonna share one of your one of your live posts here okay uh, sure. that i have on my screen which looks really exciting okay um, so I think this here is an yeah. example. So talk to us about this. Let's maybe just do a dissection of, of, of this here. It seems like a really 
interesting topic. Yeah, so, You've got some nice production value. Yeah, so I created that hashtag, say Christine Tay Live. You can just click on it. It will show you all my live. I decided to just create my own uh, hashtag because like, so it's easier to um, to uh, organize it. So you can click and that's all my lives. So yeah, John, that was yesterday. So um, he, he actually reached out to me because like, he wanted to be on my live. I have a couple of people who reach out to me. That's why I pretty much do at least three lives because there's a lot of people coming to me to to want to be on my live stream and then I feel bad telling them no I said okay as long as you can share something and kind of connect that to personal finance and yeah I, I can have you on and um yeah so John reached out to me he's a wealth manager and then he said yeah he's a wealth manager financial advisor okay okay sure and then the intake form that I I, I asked them to fill up asked all that question like what five topics you want to talk about and you and then and and after that um what are the money his per, your personal money history that we can share about so i try to revolve the topic around that and then and it, it is it is a um work like i i'm very new to this live stream sometimes i feel like i'm like a talk show host like my friends is like joking you, you know are you trying to be like oprah now but it's it's a different <laughs> it's a different type of skill right you have to like like you know always like uh be really quick on your on your feet like okay what's the next question to ask because you don't want to be like um, um so you kind of have to be prepared as well and kind of know the audience and then and i'm also reading the comments at the same time like you know what, what i'm doing now so it's it's a lot of multitasking as well yeah, yeah i i think that it's really interesting that you said you know your friends might be you know saying some some fun things to you like have you become oprah and i think what's really interesting about this this day and age is that to a certain extent we've all had to become you know personalities, spokespeople, you know, faces of something, right? Because, you know, we have our businesses, maybe they're small, maybe they're large, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have all these great vehicles out there to be able to share our stories and to communicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the only requirement is for us to just be present and figure out what our voice is and then the distribution and the vehicle for us to, to get our voice out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that that to me is is what marketing has has become. You know, the, the mm -hmm. old school idea of marketing where you know, you're trying to drive traffic to this page and get people to fill out a form and then mm -hmm. then something gets automatically sent to them. You know, that still exists. And, you know, we do that a lot at Dub. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I think it's these conversations yep. and the conversations that happen in the digital sphere that mm -hmm. I think are the most meaningful and long-term, whether it's from a sales perspective or from a branding perspective, I think these are the most meaningful um, aspects mm -hmm. of, of business and marketing specifically. Exactly. And then that's what it's um, personal branding is so important. So personal there, you know, that's why there's a personal in the, in the personal brand, because like what would make someone choose me over other financial coach? Like, you know, if we have pretty much almost similar service, it's mainly because, you know, they probably like me or whatever. It's my personal brand. So for LinkedIn, um, you know, for my business, I, I try to revolt my personal brand around money. So my content is around money money mindset and something inspirational stuff because i'm a spiritual person so i do share a lot of like words of wisdom in the spiritual sense and i also try to show my funny sides my sense of humor in some of my posts as well so i try to and also i share sometimes my dogs because i have two dogs about dog life pet lives and stuff like that so and i know uh, someone asked that question or oh, when you put um if you want me to answer that well, actually, yeah. I'll, I'll oh, kind of summarize okay. that. I'll summarize oh, okay. that for you. And, I, and it's something I actually I've noticed mm -hmm. as well. And I think that um, what hap what I think people have noticed is that lately there's just uh, just generally less engagement on LinkedIn posts, less views, 
less organic visibility for some reason, reach basically, it seems like it's decreased. And I think you kind of touched upon that earlier on uh, when you mentioned that there were some changes in the algorithm. Yeah. And I think it's it's there, it's there more kind of relevancy based or, or audience based maybe or some combination thereof. But um, why would, why would uh, well, I guess let's flip it to a positive. How can we maximize our reach with our LinkedIn posts? I know that the first thing is to stay native on LinkedIn. Don't put a YouTube video. Don't put, mm -hmm. you know, some sort of an external blog, you know, mm -hmm. post it to an article on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. upload mm -hmm. the video, upload the yeah. image. But what is your take on maximizing reach and engagement? Yeah. So I know Marlene asked about that too. So, so yeah, I mean, um, so there are certain specific stra strategies to do that, but I think in the overall sense is like, you know, um, okay, so content is one thing, but I think that like, you do have to support people, you know, that that's very important. You have to support people and, and think someone said, yeah, I am people message me, but not a lot of visible engagement on post. So, well, I have to ask you, Marilyn, like how often are you um, on LinkedIn? What kind of work are you doing on LinkedIn? So if you want to deep dive into more specific strategies, I have a lot of strategies and then I can help you with that. And then I know Ruben said that he knows a, a decrease, but for me, actually, I have noticed an increase. My last three posts today, yesterday and the other day, all got, you know, a couple hundred likes. Yesterday I got over a thousand. So so you you um there are specific strategies. So that's where my LinkedIn coaching come in place. You can hire me for that. So but in the general sense, like um you do, I mean, overall you do have to spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. And I'm not saying like all day whatever but you do have to spend significant time like you know to relationship build your relationship and then you do have to and then and then i posted yesterday that i don't hire a va so every all, all the comments that i respond to is all personal or the dms i respond to is personal so it's all coming from me and then like because i'd like to get to know my audience i want to know what what speaks to them like you know when i i post something i'm like oh these are the type of comments i'm getting so i know this is the type of content that they want then i'll kind of revolve around that so over time you can kind of know your audience and also um i i go out of my way to support people i don't care if someone you know i don't care about supporting only the big people sometimes people are so focused oh i want to get the attention of these big influencers no i don't i go to my home feed and i see if something speaks to me then i support them you know like and i'm i'm really about about that oh yeah that was my yesterday's post i uh, know two days ago yeah yeah that was like 800 or 900 <laughs> yeah yes yeah yeah yesterday's post i think got a thousand likes the one i just scroll up yeah this yeah, is that great. Was, yeah that was me like oh i guess it's not <laughs> yeah you have to go to my main post i was sharing that i had reached fifty thousand followers and then that got a lot of <laughs> got it well this yeah. is let's just kind of take a look at this this is really yeah, interesting yeah. i think that you were you were really mindful on your on your yes. hashtags here you yes. know you have a couple of relevant ones relevant ones yes. i think it's really nice how you incorporated yes. those in, into yes. the writing yes. you know i yes. think that that's really key so mm -hmm. you have you have probably almost 10 give or take hashtags and then i noticed you didn't mention anyone in this at least none that i see nope, up here nope. no tagging in that no and then nope. why didn't you tag you just felt like you didn't need to or uh, you felt like it would no, liberate? I, I i like like again like i feel like i feel like okay if someone tags me a lot and then we kind of have an understanding like we already have a some sort of relationship going on and there's an understanding there i tag you you tag me then oh okay sure 
But then for the most part, I, I am a little annoyed when people tag me a lot. And then so that's why then because of that feeling, I just don't want to tag. And I want people to come to my post because they want to. I Because when you tag, there's a sense of obligation there. And I don't want people to feel a sense of obligation. I want them to comment and engage because they want to. They love my content. They like me. They want to support me. I want that type of reason. And Alan said, oh, get the pen out. Lots of value here. <laughs> You're very welcome, Alan. So connect with me on LinkedIn, Alan. I don't know if we're connected, but uh, connect yeah. with me and send me a message, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so, so yeah, so, see, no, I mean, you see me tag once in a while. I'm not going to say I never tag, but I do tag once in a while, but it's, it's, very, it's very rarely. I, I, I'm not a big fan of tagging. <laughs> so I think, I think, like, if you, because then if you focus on tagging, you, you're focusing on, on the wrong thing you're focusing on getting attention but but you should focus on like your your content what value and then if you see my content like i don't count how many hashtags i have i just see like okay is this is this uh, hashtag relevant to this like does this make sense and i make sure my formatting is correct it flows smoothly it's very nice and then nicely laid out and then so so the tagging and then like i focus on that and then i focus on oh what kind of engagement am i getting what kind of you know like what kind of reaction are people getting and if you see my my engagement like they're not like okay great pose hello yeah you know and you know like those are people who probably have paying for automation some sort of automation you know like i like you see like <laughs> oh or, or, or like or like people who <laughs> sign up for some automation and then like they go to this all this content and then and then their comment are like great post sounds good awesome blah, blah, blah. and then it's like it's like they don't even read so they probably hire uh, they probably hired like an automation tool and then it's not personal so that's why like if you're gonna build relationship with linkedin you better put thoughtful comments and then some most of the time my t uh, comments are thoughtful but now like i'm starting to relax more on linkedin i probably joke around more on my comments and sometimes say stupid silly things but that's because people already know me so i feel a lot more comfortable but it's like you don't just go great post whatever and then if you don't mean it you know yeah. yeah. And now let's kind of let's kind of talk a little bit about, uh, you know, monetizing the effort. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're yeah. obviously investing a good amount of time, you know, on a daily basis into posting content, mm -hmm. engaging, really kind of maintaining your network, which is great. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a student of this. I'm constantly trying to learn and figure out and, mm -hmm. you know, attraction based marketing, value based mm -hmm. marketing. That's yep. that's that's awesome. Demand generation really powerful things. But now how do we, how do we get this into a place where I, I, what I love about your presentation of this is that it's very organic and it's not selfish. It's not greedy. It's all based on value, organic yeah. value to people. And I really sense yeah. that and I really connect yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're a money queen. Yeah. I mean, I'm and not, you, and I mean, you figure out ways to monetize things. I know it. So talk to us. About I, love, that a I bit. love money. And then I, I always post about this. I love money. Money loves me. It's a mindset thing. And I know when the first time I posted that video, I, I got several uh, comments that says, money is the root of all evil <laughs> they even quoted me several bible and i think one person got so offended she even messaged me and eventually blocked me and then i was like no you're you're, you're totally looking at the wrong way and you obviously didn't read my entire post because i i said something about it's not there anymore but it was i have to repost again but it was like a couple of months ago but i'm planning to repost again actually i was okay. supposed to post it today but something else was a better post so i'm gonna post it maybe another time but anyway so so they quoted my me that uh you know money is the root of all evil but then like when i read i mean my wrote the entire post it was like when you have money is just a tool okay a tool that brings about more of who you are if you are a greedy person 
if you have more money, that would just grow, you know, bring up more of your greediness. But if you're a generous person and you have a tool, money, and more of that tool, you're just going to be more generous. So I truly believe, like, you know, it really brings up more of who you are. And I think people who are afraid of having more money, I think they're just afraid of who they might become. There's a part of them that they're afraid of that will come up. So that's why, but I'm not afraid of that. I teach all my clients to love money. You know, I love money. Money loves you because it's very, very hard for you to become rich or to have something more of if you hate that. If you have this concept like, <laughs> Oh, money is gonna make me evil. Money, like <laughs> all rich people are greedy, evil, blah blah. Like it's very hard for you to become that if you have the negative mindset. So right. yeah, I embrace it. I love money. Bring it on. Keep money coming in, and then and I didn't come on LinkedIn to be a, a famous person. Okay, so that's like if I want that, that I should just go on TikTok and dance every day, whatever, and then not figure out to monetize. But no, my main purpose on coming on LinkedIn was for my business, you know, and then yeah. like. But but at the same time, there's the right way to do it. I came on for my business, but I didn't come on with the intention. I'm just going to prospect, prospect, get much money. So that's where people come in wrong. Then they, they start messaging so many people to prospect. It's like a shotgun effect, right? You shoot yeah, 100, right. 100 people, maybe you might hit one of them and become your client. <laughs> so, right. so I used to do that. I'm like, no, this is not going to work. I don't like this. This doesn't make me feel good. So that's why I focus on personal branding and attraction marketing now. And then, so what do you, so people DM you, you get messages. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't see any links. I don't, what your content is. I, I see yep. a, a URL yep. in your post, yep. but I don't see links. Yep. How, do, no, how do you I, manage I, that? I, yep. I never, you know, I, I, <laughs> I hate it when people like, okay, they, they post so much value on their posts and then towards the end, they're like, oh, schedule a call with me. <laughs> and it is like, um then it's like i i don't know it's like it's semi it's it's too salesy to me okay so so there's a way you can attract because i, I attract people to want to be um you know uh, curious about me right then they go to my profile they're like oh wow christina financial Coach. oh that's what she does oh okay then i have my link on my profile so if they want to schedule with me then they schedule from my profile or go to my website through my profile so that's how I do it. And then, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I I mean, it's not like I never post my link. Once in a while when I'm trying to promote, like, my budgeting course, then I do say, hey, the link to my budgeting course is on my comment. But it's not, like, up your face in front of your face. Hey, sign up for this budgeting course, blah, blah. So you don't want to be too much up your face, you know, because, like, hey, come on, just buy me. <laughs> so, so you want to make it a subtle marketing but attracting people to want to be curious about you that's the type of thing like even for me right like when someone's trying to sell me something i really hate it when they're like you can just sense it, like every other sentence like oh you want to get on call with me you want to buy something like it's like you can just sense it so you don't want to come on like when i talk to prospect it's never about them my intention is like i focus on helping how can i help you okay so but how can i help you and right. then let them and then i never follow up with my prospects anymore i tell them hey if you're interested just come to me and let me know okay because like, i used to follow up and then most of them just ghost me and i'm like it's a waste of my time so i focus more on attracting more people that's that's where i feel better much much better about that it's just it just makes me feel my energy is better spent on that one versus on following up and then and then usually when someone's really interested in you they they, they always come back so, so I, I just, I just follow that model. And then like, I don't go like some, I know some sales coach come and tell me, it's like, yeah, before you end the call with your prospect, 
make sure you get their credit card number and then charge because then they might change their mind after they get off the call with you. So <laughs> I don't like that because then I I I wanted that they're 100% in or 120% in. So after the call and they like even they thought about it overnight whatever that you know i really want to work with christine i really like her and she doesn't have to pressure me that's the type of client i know that are very committed and that's the type of client i want to have and then usually and then you know that's how it has been you know the past couple of months since i changed my ways that people who have signed up with me they're very committed yeah that's really interesting i i love how you uh you really are focused on you know a, a, attracting and getting folks to to see you on in this case linkedin because that's the best way to follow up people. You know, mm -hmm. I would say that you are doing the best type of follow up, which is you're creating original content. Mm -hmm. And if you're already connecting with those people on LinkedIn, then they're going to see your stuff. And then that's yeah. just putting you on their top of mind. It's a reminder, exactly. it's a touch point, mm -hmm. and it's and it's value. It's not an annoying email. It's a, yep. not an annoying bump. You know, exactly. it, it's value. And and that's what builds trust and credibility. And, you know, you said it in the, in the beginning, know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and, and yeah, like you said, it's not like an annoying thing. Like it's like, they can just see, start seeing my posts and it's like, it's not like I constantly message them. Hey, Hey, schedule a time, schedule a time, schedule a time. But at least like it's on their newsfeed and they go on their leisure time. I was like, Oh, and then, and then, and I don't like put it out there. Like you said, okay, schedule a time with me all over LinkedIn and uh, all over my posts. So it's like, it's like subtle. And then it's like, okay, then so much value. And then they're going to love it. And over time they're going to come to you. And then some of them might never sign up and you know what that's okay with me because then i value all my connections on linkedin so there are two types of people on linkedin when it comes to accepting connections so one side says i'll never accept connection from third world countries from like develop like whatever like you know yeah because they will never be my target client they'll never have money so they only accept people from their target market but that's not the way i think i value each of my connection and you know what happened like if i i i have a lot of you know like good quality engagement from people from the other side you know from those uh, third world country they keep my posts alive so when i'm sleeping they constantly engage and that's how i my visibility keep growing because I value each and every one of my connections, regardless if they buy from me. No, because that's not my only reason for being on social media. You know, I mean, if I want people to just buy me, I should just like do the shotgun effect, right? If that's my the only thing I care yeah. about. Yeah. Well, that's that's a thing that I kind of struggle mm -hmm. with a lot is should I accept everyone's connection request on LinkedIn? Yes, yes. That that is a one big concern of people and of my clients too. And you know, I'm it, it's up to you. But me, I accept everyone. I mean, so so the way I I see it is that I'll accept everyone till you give me a reason to block you or delete you. Got <laughs> so, it. What, well, so when that happens is that I accept everyone, then later on you start messaging me sales pitches or like be rude or inappropriate because some some people think that LinkedIn is Tinder. Like, I'm like, are you on the wrong link? Like, let me guide you to Tinder or Match.com. Like, <laughs> this is the long, wrong link, okay? <laughs> also, then, but they, like, then, then sometimes, like, if I'm in the mood, I usually just joke around with them and something like that. And then if they get it, they're smart enough to get it, then, then yeah, you can continue conversing with me. But if you're like, don't get it, then I'll, I'll disconnect you, report your profile, and then block you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's the way I do it. And then sometimes, like, or if they start being rude in my comments, like I don't even spend so much energy on rude people commenting me. I just report the comment and then, okay, bye and then delete them. So that's how I do it. So that's for me because then I'm all about building and building. And then like, you know, then I haven't maxed up my connection. So I'm 50,000 followers. And then as you know, connections on LinkedIn max out 30,000. 
So I'm probably, what am I now? I think 20,000 connections still. So I have a lot more followers and connections. So I have still have 10,000 more to go to uh, of connections. So so then when I mass up my connections, that's the time I'll go back and clean that. So of course, that's going to take a lot of work because I do want to keep connecting with people who, who could possibly, you know, my target market as well. So I'll probably go back and clean up and then look at each individual profile. I'm like, okay, then this person has never engaged with me. They will never be my client. Then I'll start cleaning them up but i'm still have like ten thousand more to go so i'm not even worried about that so for now i just accept everyone yeah amazing mm -hmm. what good information and insight christine i i really appreciate your time how how can people find you on on linkedin yeah so find me by my full name christine tay t-e-h so my my business name is tay financial coaching my lot t-e-h financial coaching but connect with me on my personal page because i rarely post on my business page and then if you if you're familiar with linkedin business page doesn't really get pushed as much and you want to have post from your personal page so connect with me christine tay and i think you know ruben kind of show you how you you can kind of see me and then like i have a very bling bling background it will say financial coach enrolled agent and link and linkedin coach so just connect with me and then i'll be happy let me know you you heard from me through this live and then um yeah and then we can just just chat hopefully this was uh very helpful for you cool and i'll make sure to mention you in all of my posts and then never engage with your content <laughs> yeah, and then and what you know what people will do? They'll do the opposite. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll block me. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Christine, thank you so much for your time. This was awesome. You're very welcome. Thank you, everyone. I really appreciate everyone who tuned in and 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 uh, asked question and made a comment. Thanks again. Bye bye. Mm -hmm.